this political coliseum, we slay the rising beast with the fateful sword of truth that transcends hypocrisy and censorship. It's time to unleash yourself from the tyrants of media propaganda on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network. This is Unleashed, the political news hour. Hello, this is Trisha Antone, and you are listening to Unleashed, the political news hour on America Out Loud Radio. I'm joined by Dr. Steve LaTulip, and thank you, Steve, for, for joining me today. We're going to be talking about a lot of important topics, the most important of which is the uh, the the administration's sudden realization that our border is at issue. After years of telling us the border is secure, we heard everyone in the administration assuring us that the border was secure. Now, suddenly, the border may not be secure. And now that Trump is going to be going to the border on Thursday, well, lo and behold, Biden has planned a competing trip to the border on Thursday as well. Steve, what do you think about that? Well, I I have to tell you, I think it's hilarious to begin with, Tricia, because, you know, what is, what's Trump going to really, uh, well, not Trump, what, what is Joe Biden going to accomplish at the border? The world already knows that Joe Biden has no interest in protecting our border. Uh, Alejandro Mayorkas made that perfectly clear. Um, they do not want a protected border. I mean, look at all the federal challenges in court against Texas every time they did something to, to actually physically protect the border. I mean, this is an oxymoron, right? It is. It is. And and the uh, the attempt that they recently made to codify all of the illicit practices being pursued down there, that that is we dodged a bullet when that thing died because they would have made it impossible to take any kind of physical action at the border until after 5000 contacts had occurred in a, in what a day. I mean, it's it's it would have it would have made it ever much more worse because then they could have called everything that's happening presently down there legal and they could have caused all of the people who are coming through illegally to actually be called legal immigrants and and so they that yeah it would have it would have been paralytic is what it would have been Oh, um, indeed. And, you know, Trisha, I, I just keep asking myself, I try to think this through. It's like, all right, now we've got Joe Biden deciding, and I'll put that in quotation marks, okay, because Joe, we know Joe is deciding nothing. But whoever uh, his controlling goon is, we think it's Obama, the chief puppeteer, I do anyways, um, mm -hmm. under great influence of many other people, perhaps. But nonetheless, the decision has been made for Joe Biden to go down to the border. Now, what is he going to say? Well, we know he's already going to be mumbled and jumbled in his speech. He's not going to say anything meaningful. And I think personally, that every, anything he might say that were, were to even approach a somewhat of a meaningful uh, mixture of words, they're hypocritical. They have to be because the federal government wants the invasion of this country to proceed. Or, what they're going to say I, when they get, yeah, and I think what they're going to say when they get down there is the Republicans have sabotaged the border bill that we offered them. 
That's what he's going to say when he gets down there. Well, I think they've already said that, Tricia. Well, and they're going to say it, yeah, with him at the border, uh, ostensibly wringing his hands over the mess that is down there. And then they're going to blame that mess on the Republicans for rejecting what what they called a border bill and what is not a border bill. No legislation is needed to turn around and secure that border as Trump did under the present legislation. Okay, well, listen, if we put ourselves in a Democrat frame of mind, and I know that's hard to do, but what specific uh, details would they accuse the America First uh, population, MAGA, I mean, you know, we, we know how we're under attack, but what would they accuse us of doing wrong with regard to the border? What they'll do is they will pull the pieces of that bill that that appropriated additional funding to the border. And you and I know that what that funding was going to do is fund a whole lot more agents to do a whole lot more processing of people that they drew across the border. Right. What it needs to do, all we need to do is prevent illicit entry. And that does not require an incremental dollar to be allocated to the border. That doesn't require any incremental dollars or any incremental laws. But what they want to do is they want to say, we were going to give whatever amount that that bill was going to give to the to border security and the Republicans turned it down. So they will talk at great length about the dollars that they had intended to allocate to putting more agents on the border to process yet more illegal entry. Well, that's what they're doing. There's no yep. doubt about that. I mean, if if I was going to, if I was involved in the decision making of where does the border funding money go, I mean, what would you and I pick? I, I might say, hey, I got an idea. Why don't we finish building the wall? Sure seemed to be effective, you know, when it was done before, right? Um, I mean, it's just common sense. But common sense, I, I the more I go along in my life, I realize it is truly a gift from God because these people don't have common sense. They don't want common sense. They want to fulfill their agenda. And that is an invasion of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and what we can see is that not only do they not want to protect the border, the sovereignty of the United States or any other esoteric, what they don't aren't willing to do is re- protect the people. What, what about that, that young lady who was recently killed on a college campus jogging in the middle of broad daylight? What what was that story, Steve? Oh, you know, I, I can't recall because it was silenced, right? I mean, this was a white girl on a college campus who was killed by whom? An illegal uh, alien? Uh, you know, that doesn't fit their agenda. And so, you know, we're not going to hear anything about it. That's already forgotten. Uh, however, George Floyd, I mean, how many funerals did that guy get? How much funding did they get? Oh. Uh, for that. Um, it, nothing makes sense anymore. Um, nothing makes sense unless you think in terms of evil. And that's what well, we are seeing here. Exactly. There was a recent shooting that, that they dampened down the news as soon as they learned that the uh, the shooter failed to, to fit the profile. In fact, the shooter may have been an illegal immigrant. And so that shooter, that whole story was was suppressed almost immediately as well. So so that is what we're coming to. And and the attack, the the attack is not just on Trump anymore. The attack is truly on the American people. 
on the the MAGA, the the people who would hope to make America great again, those people are under attack. And so that I think that is the the greatest danger that we face these days is that our own country, our own government has turned on us. Well, I agree with that. Um, but I will say this. It's not just MAGA that is under attack. We are, uh, you know, outwardly under attack because we're evil, because we're attacking the Democrat Party, which is anything but Democrats. We know this is the American Communist Party. That's what I routinely call it now. But the nice thing about the evil, if there ever was such a thing, Trish, and I'm not promoting, I'm not advocating any of it. But you go to places like New York City, San Francisco and all that. I mean, if I was a resident there and I was a resident who voted in these idiots who are doing all the evil, you would think that we would come to our right mind. But they are suffering. I mean, look at the New Yorkers uh, having their kids thrown out of school so they can accommodate more illegals. The more that you do for the illegals, the more the illegals want, the more they tell other illegals, other family members in other countries, hey, come to America. You can live on the American tax dollar you know, for free. Don't have to work. Just soak it up, make lots of money, make much more than the average American makes in, in, on a pension plan that they put into and receive only a very, very small portion back from. And they get all the attention. They get all the benefits. They get all the money. Compare that to our uh, military veterans who are being tossed out on the street literally to accommodate the illegals. Now, that just ticks me off. It ought not to be. And somehow we have to stop it. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, back before we built an elaborate welfare state, it could reasonably and honestly be said that the immigrants to America were the hardiest, the best, the hardest working, the most uh, innovative and so forth, because those people knew that in coming to an American society, an American economy, a free economy, what they would need to do is produce value in order to make a living, right? So we did at one point attract the best, the brightest, the most innovative and the most hardy of, of people from around the world. And it was on that basis that they started really promoting this sympathetic picture of the American immigrant. And it used to be true. But then we built an elaborate welfare state. And in doing that, we attracted a different sort of immigrant. And, and so the immigrants that we're attracting today are precisely, as you say, Steve, they're, they're, uh, a, they're a totally different breed of people. I exactly. agree. Yeah. 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 And, and that is, that is purposeful. There, there is nothing accidental about that. It's not, oops, that's an unintended consequence. That is not at all unintended because the, the variety of hardy, innovative person that, that used to be attracted to this nation is a whole lot less, uh, uh, what am I want to say, susceptible to um, subjugation, basically, by the, by the uh, Marxist party. So... They, Absolutely. Uh, and what you're saying there, I think, Tricia, is that they they have no loyalty to this country. They're being given a free ride. That's why they're here. They openly admit it. Um, sure. They're not going to fight for the the very principles that made America great. They, they have nothing of that uh, sort on their mind whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Um but anyway, I find it interesting that Biden, you know, here he is making this extremely rare visit 
to the southern border. Why now? And what's he going to say? Well, there's been some talk about that. Um, I I don't know what you've seen on it or, or what you've heard, but I mean, Biden's approval rating is it definitely in the tank. His disapproval rating more than 55 percent in this election year. That is in itself is astounding. And oh, he's, under, gonna... he's underwater and it and it's a direct result of the harm he's doing his administration is doing to this uh to this country it's a it's a direct result of that yeah well i i think that you know when on this uh on thursday when uh former president trump and joe biden uh, are there it's going to be a beautiful compare and contrast now we've been told what joe biden is going to say uh I, i'm reading from the epic times it says he will discuss the urgent need to pass the senate bipartisan border security agreement the toughest and fairest set of reforms to secure the border in decades, the official continued. Now, that's just a bunch of nonsense, isn't it? Complete lies. It's complete lies. Yeah. It's just and, an out and, yeah, it's an out and out lie. And and our president, Trump, will go down and he will talk about the fact that under the existing law, he was able to to bring illegal entry down to a trickle. So that no new law is required. And I think the word needs to we need to make sure that people understand no don't don't buy into this we need a new border bill because in every administration they use the border as a as a uh, political power generator and uh, and a fundraiser and and they end up you know oh we need to pass more laws no we don't we need to follow the ones presently in place and when we're following those to the letter then we can finally see what is right and what is wrong with the present law. And speaking of that, Steve, there's another point that that really rankles me. And that is there are incentives both at the individual level and at the federal level. The federal government gets a big benefit out of this immigration thing, even as the individual states and counties and local governments are being pummeled. But the federal government is using it as a as a as a political power generator. And uh, and, and the other problem is that the the uh, party is the, the Marxist party here is getting a big benefit because is pouring a whole bunch of new headcount into the bluest of states, the ones that called themselves uh, sanctuary cities and sanctuary states. These people are are huge. Are these states are getting a huge influx of persons? Well, guess what? The electoral college and and the the allocation of representation is based on the population, the head count itself, irrespective of citizen status. And so we are actually empowering the bluest of states by permitting this this uh, invasion to persist. No doubt about that. Uh, the The ongoing battle uh, of whether or not illegals will be allowed to vote is going on. Um, we will have to see how this plays out. I don't like the way it's heading right now. I can say that. Well, um, and I'm not in in this. I'm not talking about whether or not because because New York has already passed an ordinance within the city allowing illegals to vote in municipal elections. Now it did get shot down by the by a new york state court but that's a separate matter what i was referring to earlier is the fact that the head count within a given state determines its representation in college in uh, in uh, congress 
And given that is so, what we could actually end up doing is giving extra representation to the people to the to the states that are that are the most guilty of of creating this influx of this invasion. Yeah, I they agree. Could add, they could add Congress people on the base on the basis of the illegals they import. Is what I'm saying. Definitely so. Well, I think we ought to take a short break and um, and then let's return and discuss this further. Very good. By the way, get all the articles, the podcasts, and pertinent news you need. Always uncensored truth from a team of truth seekers who always put God and country first. See AmericaOutloud.news. Cholesterol, blood pressure, blood sugar, inflammation, and weight. These are all real-world problems that 87% of Americans are struggling with. Often, there are no symptoms, but left unattended, we become inundated with one health problem after another. It's time to fight back with Heal Right. Heal Right is a bar that you eat, but it's food as medicine that addresses the nutritional root cause of health issues in just eight weeks. Developed by world-renowned scientists and backed by 15 years of research, Heal Right is effective, but it's also delicious and works without additional diet or lifestyle changes. Step out of the statistics and use food as medicine. Visit HealRight.com slash OutLoud or AmericaOutloud.shop and use the code OutLoud for 20% off. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Lifestyle changes are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support cholesterol and blood pressure with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD for 25% off. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. You've all heard Dr. McCullough and others share over and over the value of keeping your sinuses cleansed. It's a smart move all year, but even more so when we're cooped up inside. It's not really open for debate any longer. Those that live smart and live well pay attention to nasal and oral hygiene. Cofix RX has just the tools for the job with our nasal and throat cleanse. Click the Cofix RX banner on AmericaOutloud.shop to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, AmericaOutloud.shop. Use coupon code OUTLOUD. That's coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off your entire order. Use Cofix RX because it works. Asiya believes that inside each of us is the potential to feel and be our very best. Our customers will tell you how our products have made a difference for them. From improving immune health, 
regulating hormone balance, supporting gut health to soothing the skin, even reducing the appearance of wrinkles, fine lines, and cellulite, and providing targeted support for mind, mood, energy, and even our body's own production of collagen. Make our breakthrough products an essential step in becoming your best self and fulfilling your greatest potential. ASEA, we power potential. For exclusive savings, use code OUTLOUD to save 15% off your first order today. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. When God, through his grace and mercy, gave us free will, the will of the people was to live freely. To that end, we fight for the liberty of all at a time when global tyranny threatens us as never before in mankind's history. This vision is manifest at AmericaOutloud.news, a site for all who cherish free will and freedom. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. been listening to Trisha Antone and Steve Latulip talking about this border crisis, which truly is an existential threat to American sovereignty, Steve. It is. Trisha, I'm so I'm so upset by the fact that, you know, there was a recent poll that was done by Monmouth University, and they showed in that poll that 76 percent of Americans, both sides, okay, Americans, disapprove of President Biden's handling of the border. Now, personally, I believe that's because there is no real handling of the border uh, by Biden. Mayorkas is handling it just fine, according to the Democrat agenda, which is to make that border as porous as they possibly can. So it's going to be very interesting to see what Joe Biden really has to say and do down there. And you know, what, how convincing can this guy be? Do you think he's going to say anything that actually makes sense? Well, I think he's going to obviously push for, for additional funding and additional legislation. What he um, what he's not going to say, and, and hopefully what Trump does say, is that the Democrat, that I shouldn't even call it Democrat because there's nothing Democratic about it, but the, the uh, communist agenda here, the Marxist communist agenda here, is to change the purpose of the border security. Instead of making the border secure, instead of preventing illicit entry, those are the three words that should define border security, prevent illicit entry. No, instead of doing that, what they're doing is they are safeguarding passage for anyone who wants to come in 
That's what they're doing. And then they're processing them after the fact. So their whole purpose has turned the law on its head. They want to bring as many people over as possible. And so, yeah, yeah we want additional funding for that because it's spendy to, to process all these people. Right. So here we have this bipartisan, supposedly, border provisions. And when I read the word bipartisan, I read the word uniparty anymore. Me too. But as part of, we're looking at a $118 billion package, which of course includes foreign aid a little bit to Israel, a whole lot to Ukraine, and then some to the Department of Homeland Security, uh, supposedly. You know, so that supposedly to shut down the border, if they have an average of 4,000 daily encounters o- over one week. And you know what? Uh, I think that they are using that as a smokescreen, because if you read the fine print, uh, as I recall, they said, that, you know, before they said, well, if the average encounters reaches 5,000 a day over the same period, then the DHS secretary would have been required to shut down the border. But I thought I read there was a provision that they have the authority to shut down the border, not a mandate to absolutely shut down the border. And nonetheless, you're still saying it's okay for 5,000 people in that period of time to cross our border illegally. So we are authorizing Here's the other crazy part of it, Steve, is that that provision that would say, and and I need to go back to see if that says shall shut down the border at that point or if can, you know, if it's an imperative or not. But but never mind what they're talking about is just the parts where people aren't supposed to be crossing anyway. So in other words, we're only going to do the job of border security, prevent illegal entry, if we end up with over 5,000 presentations a day. We're only going to do that job if then. And the legal entry, the legal areas of coming in, no, they wouldn't be shut down at all. So so that's what that's what's completely psychotic about this entire proposal is that they're saying, yep, we recognize that this is illegal coming in over this this path here, but we're going to allow it until it gets to be critical crisis threatening everything phase. It's just, it's nuts. Right. And if, you know, I try to always make sense out of it, Tricia, what would be the reasoning for this? Well, I think you alluded to it very, pretty specifically. You said, well, you know, all these people, uh, a lot of them are spreading, they're diversifying, they're going throughout the entire country, but all these people theoretically uh, are going to vote for Biden because, hey, Biden's a, a nice guy. He's a, he's the gifter. You know, he's the one that gives us all, all this free money, free benefits and all. Uh, and so we're going to vote for Joe Biden. So this is coming to an end. This is coming to a conclusion by the election year in 2024. But well, I, can actually, I think it's a little longer. I think it's a little longer term than that, Steve. I, I don't. I don't believe that the people who are coming across as illegal immigrants are going to necessarily be voting in this coming election. I, 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 I hope that we haven't devolved to that point yet. I think the point is to grant additional representation to the bluest of states because representation in Congress is based on a headcount of persons, not a number of citizens. And given that's the case, what they're doing is they're buying political power, political clout, representation you know, for 
the bluest of states by declaring these blue state sanctuary cities and attracting millions and millions of, of illegal immigrants to them. So, yes, they do intend to, to, to try to legitimize the voting of these people over time. That's what they're going to be trying to do. And we can see it happening in New York. And, and they've uh, actually, uh, San Francisco has recently seated the first non-citizen on its own election commission. So, you know, it corrupt as, as anything, but that is what they plan in the aggregate. I think the immediate benefit, though, is in this next census, they intend to, to be able to claim a higher headcount in all the blue states and thereby get additional congressional seats allocated. Yeah, I don't like where it's headed. Uh, if, if you talk about San Francisco, you know, you got this tr- Chinese immigrant from Hong Kong. She cannot legally vote, uh, but she recently, last Wednesday, Wednesday, I think it was, she was sworn in as a board member for Elections Commission. Well, in San Francisco, there's absolutely no requirements whatsoever. They, they can be on the San Francisco boards, commissions, um, you know, any advisory body. They have a say in the future of America. I guess you'd call it affirmative action for illegal aliens, you know, and it is alive and well. And we saw how well affirmative action works, right? Uh, right. Mm-hmm. So, so where do we go from here? What do we do? <clears throat> I think we, we have to restore the rule of law, and the only way to do that is to purge our nation of these communists. Um, that starts with this this election. We've got we've got to to prevail in this next election. But then we also have to to top to bottom. We have to make sure that people understand the difference between the, the communist, the collective uh, values and and agenda versus an American set of values and agenda. Because when the communists prevail, everyone gets hurt. Yes. Uh, you know, you, you, you're making me think um, when you talk about it, it seems like we, we always return to the election, the election. Um, wh- what do you think, Trisha? Do you, is is uh, Donald Trump going to win this election or not? I think he will. You know, my my big worry and this may sound a bit alarmist, but the uh, the lawfare campaign is not working. His his poll numbers are going up. And uh, all of the different things that they have tried are, are, are not disabling his political power. And I really worry that if they get desperate enough, will they try? Will they try to assassinate him? I, you know, I, I worry that and I hope to God he has sufficient protection around him, not only Secret Service protection, but protection from God's angels. I hope the man is protected because I don't put anything past the movement that is trying to dissolve U.S. sovereignty and and that of a number of Western uh, nations simultaneously. And uh, so I don't put anything past them. And and so I, I, I really worry for our nation if such a thing should take place. 
Well, you know, why should we trust them? I mean, look at they've poisoned us with these COVID messenger RNA shots. Okay. And, and the deaths are just piling up day after day after day. And they poison our food. They have injected uh, so far swine uh, with the messenger RNA shots. They, every time you turn around, we, we read a new thread of Bill Gates uh, either coating our fruits and vegetables with APO or which is toxic and um, they're talking about they're still trying to do research it's been unsuccessful so far thank god for that but they're trying to make it so that we can immunize ourselves through our own garden by just eating the vegetables that we grow now if they want to do that sort of thing and they are willing to take out as many people as need be because remember population control is an issue um, i think taking out donald trump is a very very small thing to that. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, but but let's let's assume that doesn't happen, Tricia. This has me concerned because let's say that Donald Trump somehow does win uh, the election and um, he takes the presidency. Uh, well, there's been talk about Democrats uh, in the in Congress and the House not certifying the election. Refusing to certify. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I read about that. And, and that's in, that's incredible because it's precisely what they so criticized us for asking of our our uh, representatives. And, you know, it, it's it's now it's much harder for for them to challenge the results because of the act that they they made and passed in uh, December of, uh, of what was it, uh, 20. 2022 they 22 right right okay yeah they they passed that that law that basically um makes it a lot harder for the the uh, results to be challenged and and uh it's amazing to me that we weren't able to to get somebody to challenge them under the much more reasonable law that used to be the case where if you had one person in each chamber agreeing to challenge the uh, election and have it sent back to the states to look at it then that's what had to happen well now they've basically turned congress into a, a, a perfunctory rubber stamper and um and it takes some crazy i can't remember how high a percentage of the um of the representatives to do it, to achieve the same result. So I don't believe, and I think by their own hand, they've disabled the uh, the act that they are trying to to commit here in, in uh, denying us a certification if he wins. But, you know, I don't so, think it's, it's not going to be enough that the executive is headed by an American. It, it's not going to be enough. I think we need to purge the communists from power. And that is going to take a, a, a drastic, drastic reduction in the agencies of the federal government. And I, I think that's only possible if we convene the states under Article 5 and pass amendments or at least propose amendments in the course of that convention. You propose amendments. You could propose amendments that limit the cost, the budget, the uh, terms of service, and the jurisdiction of the federal government. We're going to have to bring it in. We have to bring power home. And the only way we're going to be able to do that 
is, I think, through a, an Article 5 convention. So I think it's going to take both. We're absolutely going to need to get control of the executive. But having done so, I think we're going to need to prune the federal government in a very meaningful way. Well, you know, it's easy to say that, Tricia. But, uh, I mean, when you're talking about a convention of states, um, the, uh, I've heard arguments both ways. Uh, there's, there's only so much we can do with that. It still depends on a contingency of people who want to get back to making America great uh, according to some sort of standard. And, of course, the question is, what standard will it be? Uh, is it going to be the Constitution? Are we going to rewrite the Constitution in such a way that we are not going to have the same America? I don't know. There's so many contingencies that are, are before us. Uh, in this election. And of course, there's, there's a, a faction of people who absolutely believe that there will be no election. Remember that they, we have other options uh, to, to even prevent the election from, from taking place uh, in the first place. And some people, I believe, have a legitimate concern when they say, I'm not convinced we're going to have any semblance of an election at all, or and certainly not a fair election. I hope these people are wrong because um, we don't have too many options after that point, or, or do we? What am well, I missing? I, yeah, I, th I think if, if the uh, ability of the people, there is a huge and actually now growing number of people who believe that the election in uh, 2020 was not legitimate that at minimum, it was the flawed result of, of a lot of info suppression and a lot of censorship and a lot of propaganda on the part of the Marxist party. So I, I think there's a, a growing number of people who recognize that. And the reason we're coming to that recognition is that more of the information they tried desperately to suppress in 2020 is squishing out sideways every which way. So we're learning that in fact, Joe Biden did have an active role in his son's business affairs. And that they, those business affairs did involve the Chinese Communist Party and the the uh, Burisma and so forth. So so that information is coming out in a manner that it's 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 in the public consciousness now, and that changes their view in retrospect, unfortunately, of the legitimacy of the 2020 election. Even if those were the only factors, even if there was no voter fraud taking place and no process corruption at all. The fact that the election was even in, in part based on the wrong information and the suppression of information causes it to be not legitimate. I think if you layer on top of that the gross injustice of denying us an election, I think that, that you would have, have uh, basically just created a pressure cooker that will blow. It will not sustain. Uh, it will not sustain that. I don't think the body politic can sustain another ginormous insult like that. Well, I certainly hope you're right. I mean, I, I agree with you that there's a lot of evidence uh, that's come out that has clearly shown that all kinds of atrocities occurred in the election. Uh, and, and the evidence is mounting still. And in fact, all of the corruption uh, that Joe Biden is facing that's coming out. I mean, look at Jason Galanis just recently made an open statement on Friday uh, to congressional investigators. And this guy is in an in Alabama prison 
Washington right now. Uh, but he was uh, apparently answering questions before Congress regarding Joe's impeachment inquiry. And I have no idea how far this is going to go. I personally don't have much, if any, faith in impeaching Joe Biden, even if it happens. What good is it going to do? I really don't know. But as you said, it will discredit them. And the more we can discredit them. Yeah, um, I think that's, that's exactly the good that it does. And and w- with this information coming up, you're, you're referring to the story in which the, he was accused of actually um, contemplating a board seat uh, on that company. Is that right? That's correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're talking and, about. And that and that company was created by Hunter Biden, as well as his business associates in the CCP. So, right. yeah, very, very telling, very exposing. But mm-hmm. I mean, if you just take a small fraction of all the things that we know that Biden is guilty of and just take a fraction of those and and put them on Donald Trump, you you know, Trump would have been hung long time ago. Uh, Mm -hmm. He he would have been given the noose, you know, but Joe Biden, he's getting away with absolutely everything. And I think that it's time to to reevaluate and say, look, we are facing a very dangerous domestic enemy and Mm -hmm. Everything that is transpiring right now is leading us further down the path to destruction. And I and I think American people are starting to get really fired up. And I, I see that I see that pretty much everywhere. I'm in contact with all of the medical doctors that were persecuted because of the COVID uh, warfare going on. And mm. these guys are getting angry. I mean, they're talking about look. At some point in time, we've got to say uh, we're going to engage these people in a meaningful way. And in a meaningful way, when you're at war, means if you if you could just say it. And, and of course, it's politically incorrect. But when two people are at war, two armies are at war, they are trying to kill each other. Now, what what I think that we on the left or excuse me, on the right, the conservatives always refuse to do is recognize that the left has been killing us off every way that they can, destroying us, destroying our lives. So many people are depressed and anxious and uh, and suicidal. We see, uh, you know, just soaring suicide nowadays. Uh, we see medical doctors like myself who were just totally destroyed for doing the right thing. And mm-hmm. we see an ongoing um, destruction of people in hospitals. No, nobody wants to go to a hospital. I, I, as a medical doctor, do not trust organized medicine. I don't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so how do we fight this? Uh, you know, what's going on? Where, I think where the first we thing we have to do is, like as you say, we need to speak the truth plainly. We've been talking about conservatives and liberals. That is so not true. It's it, the left side of this country is anything but liberal. We need to be discussing these events today in in a we need first unpack every frame that's presented by the media because the media is absolutely aligned with this Marxist party. So the first thing you do is everything you hear from the media. They talk about loan forgiveness. No, that's theft for political purposes. So the first thing you do with every single headline is unpack the frame that was offered by the media because it is a lie. 
and it's a lie offered for a political purpose. So instead of talking about conservatives versus liberals, we need to talk about Americans versus communists. And when we get clear that we are talking about a regime that opposes the American people, that our government has turned on us, when we get that clarity, then then the next right thing to do comes comes more naturally, right? Right, I agree. You know, you, what you said just uh, triggered a thought. I have been preaching uh, in a small church here in Arizona, and uh, this Sunday, um, I, I'm kind of bold in my preaching, and I don't shy away from politics uh, when it is applicable to biblical uh, principles and standards and so forth. I mean, you look throughout the Old and New Testament, there, there's all kinds of politics going on there. Um, but I, I spoke with this one lady, I happened to mention Donald Trump's name, and I never do it in such a way that I'm advocating for anyone specifically, although I certainly imply certain things. And this woman, elderly woman, I think 92, 93 years old, was shaking her head. No, 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 down. She gave a thumbs down with Trump. And I, I spoke with her afterwards and I said, exactly where are you getting your information? Well, I, I listen to MSM and uh, and I listen to CNN. It's like, did you ever possibly think that you are being deceived or lied to who owns those uh those media uh platforms and mm -hmm. and she agreed with me yeah some you know filthy rich billionaire moguls own that they own all of them i said do you think that it is possibly their intent that they are deceiving you and i said you know i i know that you love america you love america you love god you love people she's an absolute sweetheart but she is convinced that donald trump is Satan's first accomplice. Mm -hmm. And and I challenged her with that. I said, you know, is it just possible that you are deceived? And, you know, she surprised me. She says, well, I suppose so. It could possibly happen. And, but, but you know, some of these elderly people, that's all they watch is television and, and they get the mainstream legacy media and that's all they ever see. So um, we just need that's to reach out. That's what makes it such an effective tool. And, and, and fortunately, we stood down for decades while they colonized both uh, media and education. And so uh, given that they have the, the whole communist mindset has has completely um, invaded those those industries. Yeah, the, the ideas, the marketplace of ideas has been really polluted. Right. So so let me ask you this, Tricia, if they do, uh, let's say we do get a fair election. Donald Trump does win this election, as is anticipated, planned. If there's any sense of, of justice in the voting uh, system, then Donald Trump's going to be the next president of the United States. I, I don't see how anybody could disagree with that. Uh, just looking at the data, the, the raw facts that, you know, you look at uh, Trump's rallies, uh, compare that to, uh, oh, no, Joe Biden doesn't have any rallies. All right. Look, but look at his competitors. Any Anybody, nobody comes close to Donald Trump. And as you said, now you said that that uh, everything, all this lawfare is not working. Well, I would disagree with you. I think it's working great. I think it is Donald Trump's best campaign uh, activity <laughs> going on. I mean, I'm impressed with it because the more they hammer this guy, the more that other people are joining his side saying, OK, 
I see it. I see what these evil people are doing. They have an agenda, and we realize what we are really up against. So um, let's say Donald Trump does get elected. They decide that they're not going to certify this election. What do you think the American people will do? I think it would be explosive. I think this the uh, as I as I indicated before I, I the insults added to injury there I think the, the we're already under a great deal of partisan uh pressure and it's taking on a more existential and and more urgent feel with every passing day on the basis that one one system will prevail here. These are not two competing approaches to the same national charter at all. They are diametrically opposed agendas. One agenda seeks to dissolve American sovereignty and, and aggregate power to a global authority or set of authorities like WEF and UN and the WHO. And the other side seeks to maintain and then rebuild American sovereignty, American identity, and uh, American prosperity. So those two goals couldn't possibly be more diametrically opposed, and 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 one will prevail. The other one cannot prevail, and when one prevails, so um, in in politics, it is a zero sum game, and that is what we're faced with today. If they cheat or deny us the the right to to vote again. Um, or or then expunge our vote after the fact. I think that if that happens, it is going to be an explosive result that will that will result in a real existential crisis for this nation. Okay, now you're speaking in in vague terms. There, what, could you possibly, Tricia, define what you mean by explosive? And I think that they will. Crisis. Yeah, I think that that they're going to ignite a revolutionary response from people. People are going to recognize our government has turned against us and there is nothing left but to revolt. When when you've taken all of the legal means off the table, if you've taken all the political means off the table, all the judicial means off the table, when all of the peaceable, lawful means are taken off the table, then the people are without recourse. And when right. the people are without recourse, it doesn't end well. It always ends in disaster. All right. Well, I'm I'm trying to think this through again and put all the pieces together. Now, what I see is if you say that there is going to be an existential crisis, I think that crisis means look, I just want to live a peaceful life and you won't let me do it. So that's it. I've had enough. Okay, you want to fight? We are going to have a fight. Now, if that happens, we have got a domestic enemy that is ever increasing by, what was it? 4,000, 5,000, how many a day are coming into our country right now? How many of those people are military age men? And and what could happen? Well, our government has been stockpiling weapons and ammunition for what? A couple decades anyway. Uh, we don't know where it's all going. We know right now there's been a shortage of ammunition and there's a reason for that. Now, what if all those domestic um, enemies who have infiltrated our country were suddenly armed against us? Is that a possibility or is this just conspiracy theory? Well, I, I think you have to surmise that it's a possibility on the basis of, of 
observable facts. It is an observable fact that our federal government has been stockpiling ammunition. What is the Department of Education? Why does the the uh, Internal Revenue Service, why do these agencies need ammunition? And so, uh, yeah, so it, it makes perfect sense that, A, they're, they're stockpiling ammunition to deny it to the American people, and B, they're doing that because they intend to use it against us. I, I, you know, I, I think that makes perfect sense that that's what is going on. I think that's just deductive reasoning. It's not a conspiracy theory to deduce um, what what can happen. And so, yeah, I, I, I just I shudder to think what will happen because I don't think that there will be anything left over which to rule if it goes in that direction, I, I just think that, uh, you know, it, it will be demolished if if it goes. In yeah, well, we I think God, it does not. Tricia, let me ask you another question. Um, and this is just off the top of your head. What what's the status of what we used to call a few years ago, the deep state? What, what percentage of the deep state still exists? Is it growing? Is it shrinking? Is Trump what? opposing it or, or what's going on with that? I think the phrase just just uh, refers to the permanent ad- administrative state. And so the bureaucracy basically is another word for it. And yes, it keeps growing. The uh, whole idea of mission creep is that you establish an agency and once it achieves or if it achieves its goal, um, you know, then it just exchange, you know, it, adds to the goal. And so we just keep adding to the budget, to the jurisdictional um, capacity and and we just keep adding to everything. Um, yeah. With, with okay. The and that's what. State. So yeah, it's growing. Yeah. Okay. So see, that's exactly what concerns me because they're not going to tell us what they're doing. Although they do tend to tell us what's coming, what's ahead. They want to keep us in a state of fear. But I believe that we're coming to a crisis point. And of course, the deep state would like the crisis point to be what they want to call a civil war. But I believe it is not at all a civil war. This is, as you said, not um, the people against the people. It's not the conservatives versus the liberals per se. We all want the same things, but what we have to keep the focus on is who the real enemy is and then decide how are we going to neutralize them? Because if we do not neutralize them, then we lose this war. And if we never choose to fight this war, then we lose because we are under severe attack right now. Um, I am one person who will never throw out my arms. I, I just will not surrender. Um, so we've got some big uh, decisions to make ahead. We do. We do. And and I think part of the solution in the, in the um, in right away is for us to speak truthfully and uh, out loud <laughs> often enough and in public enough that we recognize our strength. Part part of their strategy has been to make us feel like we're just like this marginalized group of, of uh, dinosaurs on our way out, that people who believe that um, America is a good nation, America become great because she is good, those people are just so, so out of date now and, and uh, are a dying breed. And I think when we buy into that dying breed thing and then pat ourselves on the back for being one of the few who recognize blah, 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 we play into that strategy 
that dinosaur aging out strategy. And I think when we speak out loud in the grocery store, in our doctor's office, in the post office, when we speak out in our communities, what ends up happening is that we recognize our strength. I actually had that that uh, experience just just in the grocery store recently when I happened to make a comment and ended up having a really good conversation with a fellow American in the grocery store who admitted to me that she had been really on the fence politically, but in watching conditions of late had had decided, no, we, we, we really need to get active in conserving an American form of government. So, you know, it happens, but it, we have to get loud about it and we have to be willing to speak up about it. And I think once our strength of numbers becomes obvious, not only to ourselves, but to the communist side, then then we end up turning the trajectory a little bit. Talking about some very heavy things today that threaten the very existence of the United States. And so in this election cycle, it's important that we keep our wits about us. We stay attuned to what each of the candidates is doing, but also the underlying agendas being pursued by each side. As, as I've said before, this is not just a political contest, not just a contest between competing approaches to a similar uh, a similar charter. This is actually a, a existential battle that we face. God willing, we will win. And that will only happen when we unleash the truth. <laughs>